0: hey y'all seven rounds in heaven is back we're brought to you by sports drink the nfl draft is less than a week away it is i rob paul aka just another scout leaking irrelevant info about justin fields and hopes he slides and with me as always is aj all i want is single high safeties marchese
1: amen brother amen
0: today we're continuing our 2021 NFL draft position rankings with the safeties and our divisional draft previews with the NFC South. Let's hit it.
1: Seven. 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 One, two, three. One, two, three, four. Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Driving up to Cleveland, maybe. Looking for a Lawrence or Sorzuelle. It's that time of the year
0: again, and all eyes are now on pro basketball in the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline.ag has all the betting action. In the NBA, the conference races are heating up as teams prepare to make their run for the playoffs. And if baseball is your first love, BetOnline has you covered. If you love hockey, golf, MMA, and championship boxing, BetOnline has covered has it all every sport every game every matchup bet online has you covered for all the odds and real-time updates and is the place to be for all your sports betting needs bet online is the fastest and easiest way to place and check in on all your favorite sports bets all the time head to the website or use your mobile device and bring home the game with bet online And if you're looking for another way to bring home the game, why don't you head on down to the App Store and download Locker Room. It's a live audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download and to use. You can talk to all your favorite podcast hosts, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news share your own experience on the app all you need to do is download the locker room app free in the ios app store create a profile link your twitter and join the group follow all your favorites and get notified when their room goes live aj how is your toronto sports locker room um
1: group going my group is uh, is, it's going good, man. I uh, lots of fiery Toronto sports take, talk, and uh, we uh, we've settled that Ty uh, tie dome. We should come out of retirement uh, if the Leafs want to win the cup. That's what they need.
0: And uh, I just I, I wonder, what was your
1: take on Justin Watson being at the Raptors game last night? Uh, okay, I'll break this down quickly. I won't. I'll, look, you can listen to the full three hour breakdown of Watson, Evans, and uh, Chris Godwin being at the Raptors game uh, later. <laughs> on locker room, but for now, I'll just say very happy Gon was there, very happy Evans was there, not happy Watson was there. Oh, would you have preferred Scotty Miller? Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. He, he, I feel like he's very much more uh Raptors culture. I'll just say that. Oh, shots fired at Justin Watson
0: <laughs> and his Ivy League degree. <laughs> Okay, safeties, safeties. Our final real position. I mean Whoa. our second last position group Thank you. for the uh for the twenty twenty one NFL draft. Uh hey, come Monday, you'll get to listen to us talk specialists. So kickers, punters, and return men. Your favorite. Uh but the safeties. Um overall, I I, I personally really actually enjoy this group. I know it's not there's not a top heavy there's no definite first round safety in the class it's not top heavy there's some solid depth it kind of falls off pretty quick and mm-hmm. there's a lot of guys who i think can be third safeties and contribute on special teams yeah but i i, I don't know i found the group pretty enjoyable
1: no it's a fun group um you know the the it's, it's always fun when you get so many of the like bigger safeties uh those are always fun Is and I, i'm always gonna fall in love with a couple of them so that that's cool um yeah i, I it's you know it's uh, like in the middle of the draft I like the group you know like like I, I got a big portion like fourth round grades um a decent amount of f- fifth round grades like in there I think there's a lot of guys that um could like like you said like it, it will be good third safeties um a lot of a lot of really good special teams contributors um and like a couple of guys that I think have very interesting traits that you could develop into something um but overall I definitely agree it's a fun group. Um, Lots of, lots of willing tacklers I'll, I always appreciate. It. It's, a, it's a good group. It's just, yeah, uh, no first-round grade for me. Um, the top guy is in my top 32, however, but just just not Same. a first-round grade. Um, Same. And, yeah, I, I like it. It's just not a – sorry, he yeah, specifically 32nd. Um, I like it. It's just, yeah, just not not a special group but a fun group.
0: And speaking of fun, you've always loved floors. So who's your highest floor?
1: i do love floors uh, especially mahogany that's very pricey anyways uh i I, I struggled a little bit between my floor and ceiling um for for my highest floor i ended up going with richie grant who I'm interesting yeah i don't know i'm, a, I'm again I you know what's funny I did such a complete 180 on richie grant I don't know old people have been listening for a long time or I guess if you have a really good memory I've never been a Big Richard Grant fan, you know, before this season. And then, you know, watching him uh, over the course of the year, I was starting to get into him. And then it wasn't until the Senior Bowl that he really – like, I, I really started to love him. And then throwing on the tape and getting, diving into the 2020 tape. Uh, really, really appreciate Richard Grant. And, you know, he's 5'11 and a half, 197-ish. Um, like, not, not the biggest athlete or anything. But that, that Senior Bowl week, like, where he just looked so good in man coverage – um, his, lip, his, his hips, <laughs> his hips looked cornery. Um, he was physical as hell. at Multiple interceptions, and then you, you throw on the tape and you see the same thing. Like he's he's more than willing, a physical tackler um, around the line of scrimmage. He's very good. He's going to come down hills and make those tackles. He's he's getting into passing lanes too around the scrimmage line of scrimmage. Um, just getting his hands up, and then like in, in deep zone, I think his eyes are pretty good. You um, can play a bit of center field. His his range is good. Um, the ball skills are clean. And then, like I said, the man ability, you, you don't... Like, it shows up on tape, but he wasn't asked to do it too much. But the senior bowl just shows that I, I know he can do it to to an ex- extent, right? So, like, I, I got... Mm, I got Sorry? Definitely. Yeah. So, I got no worries about him matching up over tight ends or some slot guys. Um, the knocks on him, though, you know, he's a bit older, so, but he's going to be 24 midway through the season. Like I said, average speed, not a great second gear. Um and then I guess you're still having those open field tackling concerns. He cleaned it up a lot in in 2020, but it was really bad in 2018 and 2019. But you can still those see those over aggressive angles, and they can cause some bigger run busts. And I don't know, like I, I, but I think when you put it all together, I just feel like he's a guy that's going to be in the league for a long time, and he's got such like the demeanor to be a really really solid guy. And I, I got him in like the mid second round. I'm a big fan of his. Um, I think. Again, I'm not saying he's a sure-fire thing, but I, I like I like all the parts there. And I like I like his makeup, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I, I mean, in, in today's NFL, um, I think you can not ignore the issues in, with his tackling. Mm-hmm. But again, you did mention, he did clean it up a lot this year. Um, but it becomes less of a concern when you've got a guy who can match up with slot receivers, who yeah. can shadow tight ends. Who can play single high? Like he played too deep. He's played single high. Um, I I think ideally he's playing more of that overhang uh, kind of nickel role. But you don't you're not worried if he rotates over top. Yeah. Um. And he, he's very scheme versatile, which is a big plus. I, I, which is something I found a, a handful of these guys mm-hmm. are pretty versatile scheme wise. Um. I I am with you in terms of I did a 360 on him or a 180 or whatever tony hawk does um with his his 2018 that the missed tackles was Mm -hmm. a big 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 concern for me and then he he improved somewhat in 2019 but there was a big leap this year and then yeah you see him at the senior bowl and he is so fluid and his feet are so quick and he his eyes are really great and it kind of makes up for when he's playing deep uh, it kind of does make up yeah. for that lack of true long speed is his uh, ability to put himself in the right position. For sure. Um, I, I I I think, like, he is very worth a top 60 pick. Like, he shouldn't get it to the second round. I don't think. Um, especially considering the versatility versatility he, he'll offer. Uh, mm. I, I think he's a, a fun highest floor pick. I picked Javon Holland for similar reasons with that ability to be kind of a bit of a matchup player, um, to mm-hmm. play a he, I mean, he played a lot of nickel at Oregon, but he can play over top. He, he also has punt return ability. Yeah. Um, I, I think, uh, Holland versus grants a fun debate. Cause I think for the most part, most people have Trevon Morig as their number one safety. Um, and then it's kind of Holland and grant are the next two, um, in various orders. Uh, with Holland, I think you get a little bit more size, a little or uh, a lot more physicality in feistiness, getting downhill, um, a little a little more range too. But he's not the same fluid cover man. Where yeah. like again, I think you feel pretty comfortable for the most part having Richie Grant play man on a slot or or a tight end versus Holland. I don't think he has the same yeah I guess the same fluidity and, and there's maybe not the same click and close types of you. Like Richie Grant looks like a corner at times Mm -hmm. where Javon Holland, uh, who I I do have above Richie Grant, where Javon Holland uh, looks like a safety playing down low, Um, which is uh, that's not meant to sound like a knock. It's more like a hype up for Richie Grant. Um, And and I I think Holland's a more instinctual run defender and a, a, a much better force player on the outside. And and always willing to get downhill and and stick his nose in, Um, but again, like those, both those two and Morrig, I think you could. Those are the kind of three guys you're looking at for the highest four.
1: Yeah, I think those are the three best safeties in the class, clearly in a class of their own, if you will. Um, Grant and Holland are actually back to back on my big board, so there's like no separation between the two of them for me. Um, And yeah, to to talk about Holland a little bit more. yeah he's such a good run defender like uh, i don't know if there's anyone in this group that takes on and sheds blocks better than he does yeah. um agree yeah and he just like a, a, such a good feel for defending the run like um like he can he can like set the edge a little bit closing on off the edge like collapses in on the ball um like coming off the edge makes the tackle and then yeah no no fear there and he's also just got like really good um eye balance between the backfield and the wide receiver so like Funny enough, remember we talked about that with, with corners a lot. A lot of them are just focusing on the wide receivers, and you know it's a different game outside. But uh, for Holland, it's you know he, he's just he's seeing the whole field at, at that point, and uh, there, there's no there's no fucking up if if it's a handoff or if it's a pass. Um, and then yeah, he, another guy, such an awesome play demeanor. He's competing every single snap. He's all out every snap. Um, got thumping his tackles. So like I, I like around the line of scrimmage. I have absolutely no issues with Javon Holland. I think he's, he's going to look great, and he's always around the football. And then I, I he's not as fluid as as Grant. I, I I'm not too worried about that though because I think his feet are really crisp. Um, he's kind of like a looser athlete. Um, not not looser than Grant. I'm just saying looser in general. Uh, but not not super explosive. I know he ran pretty well. He ran a four four six. That's more than good for safety. But maybe maybe some long speed. Issues with Holland, but like nothing. I'm really worried about. I think like I, I'm completely fine with you saying he's got the highest floor. Um,
0: I think uh, you can flip the, a coin. The, the The main reason I lean him is I think he of the entire safety class has the best combination of uh, cover versatility and, and mm-hmm. ability as a box player and run defender. Like yeah, of the the because there are, like you mentioned there are a handful of very large safeties yeah who for the most part are Pretty great in the box, um, but aren't the same obviously in, in coverage as some of these other guys. Uh, so I think y- you get that feistiness and ability, to, the take on ability with Holland in the box. Mm-hmm. But you also get the ability for him to match up with tight ends to play too deep. He can. I'm, I don't want to play him in single high, but he can survive there. Yeah. Um, and, and come down and be a nickel like he. Yeah. I guess it's just the overall versus like. My comp on him is Justin Reed, who I think we both really loved coming out of Stanford. Yep. And it, it, a part of that was Justin Reed was doing literally everything for that Stanford defense. And you, you saw a lot of that with Javon Holland uh, on that Oregon defense in 2019. And yeah. I think if he had that 2020 season mm-hmm. at Oregon, maybe he'd be viewed more as a first-round player.
1: More more buzz around his name, for sure. There isn't too much um, buzz, really. It's one of the, like, He's not talked about enough. And yeah. You you do throw in the fact that he didn't play this year. Um, he's only twenty one. He's a, it's funny because you, you want to say okay maybe he's a bit of a difficult eval, but he really isn't. He's a good football player. You know yeah. what he does well. Um, but maybe maybe no, there like, might be a, I, a bit of a, a learning curve to the NFL. But I don't doesn't even seem like it should be. Um, yeah. like, I, I think
0: yeah. he uh, of of non first round players. I think he's probably uh, 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 when I see non first round players. I mean, not based on my grades, but more so guys who aren't going to go in the first round. Um he he's got one of the highest floors in the in in that group. Like I I, I take like I think him per, like him and I don't think Elijah Molden's going to end up in the first round. Those two really stick out to me as guys I I trust to plug and play almost immediately. Uh,
1: that's but that's just your Pac-12 watch. bias though.
0: Yeah, well, of course, of course. Sorry. And let me continue to name more Pac-12 players as he quickly <laughs> looks through his board. Levi on Misuriki, same deal there. <laughs> can I I'll hold pack 12 cuz in my top 100.
1: Can I just uh, say one more thing with Holland? I just love how um easily like he pattern matches uh, when he's off man. He just makes it look so easy yeah. like
0: He's, and he's just he. You you mentioned he's not like the most twitchy guy, but he's a very smooth operator. Yep. that's for sure. Yeah, and I think I, obviously again, it, it, and comparing him to Richie Grant, no, he's not as fluid as him. But he for a like he's a he's a lot bigger than um, a lot of a lot of nickels, like guys who can look this smooth at nickel, and he, like he's 6'1", 207 doing that.
1: And he, he, at sometimes he has corner hips, but like. Not in terms of like the the fluidity, but more like uh, sometimes you'll see him like just snap him so quick and like break him back towards the ball and stuff. Yeah, like I, I don't, I'm not worried about Jamon Holland. I'm a, I'm also yeah. a huge fan. Like uh, I think, I think Grant is 44 and and Holland's 45. My big board. Um, say
0: that again. Sorry, Holland's 44 and Grant is 45.
1: Reversed, but yeah, no. Oh, uh, sorry, Grant uh, is 43, Holland is 44.
0: Okay. Uh, so I'm a little higher on Holland, a little lower on Richie Grant, but similar idea. Both both uh, second round guys.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um,
0: and then who who's your highest ceiling?
1: I put I put Merrick here.
0: Yeah, that same.
1: Um, and yeah, he, he's my safety one. Not to spoil anything, but like I said, not a first sure. round grade.
0: There, it's not often, yeah, high second round grade. It's not often you find a guy who I he was. It felt like he was playing a ton of single high in 2019, mm-hmm. and less so in 2020, where they had him playing more just too deep and yeah i I, uh as as a nickel or overhang player um which i thought helped his stock because prior to that you didn't necessarily get to see him as involved because he's playing single high in college football you're not you don't have the same uh amount of chances to kind of find yourself involved because of all the bubble screens and and, like, RPOs and whatever. Definitely. Um But, so, he got to be more involved in 2020. I think you saw that. And you got to see him be a little more physical, a little more feisty, um, while still seeing him make tons of plays on the ball and, and look so natural uh, when he's got his eyes on the quarterback as his own defender. But also, seeing a little bit more of him matching up, like, one-on-one with slots and tight ends. I mm-hmm. think it was the Oklahoma game. He was just fucking incredible. Yeah. Um, he kept he kept breaking up balls. Uh, awesome ball skills, both in in terms of ability to locate and create turnovers, yeah, but also in, in his ability to through traffic, get his arm in the right place to ensure the receiver doesn't catch the football. You,
1: you can really um, feel his length when uh, when he's when he's at the catch point.
0: Yes, uh, and, and like he's not a, a an incredible athlete or anything. I think like that the he's he's not twitchy. No, he's kind of like Holland in, in that he's not twitchy, but he's smooth. And yeah, there are some long speed questions. Like I don't want him matching up with a one-on-one with a fucking fourth, three receiver. Yeah, yeah. But he, he his instincts in, in eyes and zone allow him to put himself in, in the right place when he's playing single high. And you see like range to me isn't a question, even though he doesn't have that, that um, big time long speed.
1: Agree, agree. Yeah. And I'll say that also, like, as a tackler, he's, he's just got a lot of range in his tackle, too. Um, and, yeah, like like you said, he, he can cover tight ends uh, no problem. Like, he's picking up receivers and mirroring them with ease. And, like you said, that, that's something you saw him do more this year than in 2019. Um, and then when, when he's playing closer to the line in, like, shallow zone, his eyes are really good. He's got a really nice feel for that. Um, and then, yeah, like, like, like we just mentioned, you can see his length to reach around the bigger body guys and, and get to that catch point, and I think that's that was, that really impressed me. And I think it was specifically the Oklahoma game this this year um, that he really sh- that really shined for him. And I I th- maybe I'm not no I'm not going to say I'm less concerned about the long speed, but I'm not really concerned about it. like you said you're four three guys. No, I'm I, gonna I'm gonna be I, I, a little I was worried there.
0: Say, like, yeah, like he ran a four five two. Yeah, but you don't really see those speed concerns on tape.
1: No, I, no, I agree. So I think like I'm okay with the long speed. I think maybe not elite recovery speed though. Um, so that that you you can knock him for that a little bit. But yeah, I, other than well, that, my, go ahead, yeah.
0: My main question to you about him is, what do you think? It, like, what's the ideal way you want to deploy him? Because obviously, like I said, he was playing a ton of single high in 2019, and you saw more two deep and, and nickel in in 2020. What what do you feel most comfortable playing him in? Mean, obviously, he can play all around. He's I think again twenty twenty showed he's more scheme versatile. But what do you think is is single high his ideal spot like playing in that big time kind of cover one cover three Seattle Seahawks system?
1: I ideal spots. Um, it's such a tough ask, right? Like I, I think he can do it, uh, and you're fine with it. Like I I've got no issues there. I think he he's the best of the the class at like that he's probably the only one that you're really going to ask to do that um off the bat at least um maybe maybe in a in a two-deep would be his actual ideal situation but regardless i i i think like you said he added to his versatility this year um and mm-hmm. i think i think you're plugging him into whatever scheme and you're playing him however you need him to be played and not worrying about it mm-hmm
0: I think he he's a very versatile back end player. Where Javon Holland's more of the versatile, yeah, kind of down low player.
1: Yeah, no, agreed. And again, I don't have issues with Morig if you're playing him around the line of scrimmage. Which I mean, you're not going to have him too often, but you know what I mean. You, you still like to see his ability to do that. Um, yeah, I will say there are times where um, misdirection can kind of kind of fool him a bit, and he'll take some poor angles to the ball um, against the run. Again,
0: he's not he's not the he's not the same force player tack uh tackler and run defender is as a javon hall yeah
1: for sure. so so I'll, uh, my comp is jesse bates which i saw elsewhere um who he really reminds me of and that was one of my knocks on bates and i was lower on him and obviously i was stupid um because like he's he's more of just a solid rap tackler and he's more i um, just patient in the open field let's like he, he let i don't even want to say he'll let the ball carrier come to him um but but a little bit like that like he's just more patient mm-hmm. He, he's not coming into um, looking for the kill shot and that reminds me a lot of Jesse Bates and that was something where I cool. I, I, I fell off of Bates for, and I was clearly wrong so this time I, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not letting it fool me um but yeah no I I think and but th- that's the funny thing is you will see some ideal angles but most of the time he's just playing really patient uh, especially in the open field and just kind of letting letting the, the play come to him, which is no no big deal.
0: We learned from our mistakes, AJ, and showing that you've grown as a person that you recognize you were wrong, but Jesse Bates and I was right. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, okay, who's your value pick? Day three safety that, that you believe could potentially be a starter.
1: Yeah, uh, I think the most interesting guy in this range to me um, is the guy I, I jumped on late here. Uh, the other Cincinnati safety, Derek Forrest, who... Oh, I
0: put him for sleeper. Okay. Damn.
1: Okay, I mean, I'm fine with, I. I I'm fine with like you could put him. Where. I I got a late fourth on him. Uh, really, really interesting guy. He's, he was what six? I'm, Go ahead. What did you say? Sorry.
0: I I was just gonna say I'm about the same range as you.
1: Yeah. So uh, five, 206, But kind of like, it's funny. He's got thirty two inch arms, but he doesn't feel that long. It, it's kind of it's like compactly built. Anyways, blew up testing. He ran a four four one. Uh, jump thirty nine. Uh, eleven foot broad jump. Uh, solid cone, solid shuttle. Uh, and like you throw on the tape and right away he, he lowers the boom, man. There's no fear coming downhill against the run. Uh yeah. Even in the past you see him just lower the shoulder. I watched the Ohio State 2019 game because I mean that's the best competition he faced. I guess oh, Georgia, but um and like one of the first plays, he's like he dropped down and the ball like Fields got the ball to the to the receiver, I forget who it was. But like he kinda came out of nowhere and just lowered the boom on the sideline and separate And he sees it and goes. And he, he played, he played although they obviously didn't have a great outcome, he played awesome in that game. Yeah, he did. He did. I mean, I think he had like nine tackles and a couple plays on the He's football. Everywhere. Yeah, he was. And,
0: and in, in, in in 2019, obviously, other safety, James Wiggins, was out that year. Yeah. So you got to see Derek Forrest used, in, I think, in a more versatile way than he had previously been used. Like, he was playing a lot of single high in mm-hmm. that game, which is normally where James Wiggins would play. But you've also you also get to see him play, um, previously play ball in in the box, play as a, as an overhang player to combat this the spread, and he's a good force player. He plays with, he yeah. a lot of energy and physicality, and he's a big time special teams guy. So yes, I think yeah, you're you want this guy on your team, uh, prior to the testing, and then you see that testing, yeah. and you're like, oh my goodness, there's there's more than just a, a special teams dude here. Like he. He could be a developmental third safety who becomes something.
1: Yeah, no, I agreed. Um, I like you see the athleticism. Like he, he looks very fluid. Um, you see the burst. Um, I think you kind of play him too deep or or close to the line of scrimmage. He doesn't. He doesn't have the f- feel for man yet. Uh, that's that's where he struggles. No. Um, he that's can get
0: point, been a lot. That's that, that's the thing for a lot of these guys. Yeah, too.
1: yeah. It's just you know I like him a lot, so I'm kind of holding him to a bit of a higher standard. So, like, he's got to improve his feel for routes. Um, He can get over aggressive and bite hard at times. But, yeah, just. He's a really physical tackler. Like, in that game, he he rode Dobbins to the ground pretty good a couple times. So, I'm not. Like, there's no concern there. Um, Yeah, I I think he is. He's really. He's really um, interesting. Like, uh, sorry, just. Sorry, 2019, they had over 100 tackles. Like, that's. Again, tackles aren't the end-all, be-all. But for, for a college safety, having over 100 tackles is really impressive. Especially when he's not playing around the line of scrimmage too, too much.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, Richie Grant did in 2018. Think about all the ones he missed. <laughs>
1: That's a good point. By the way, uh, I have way too many comps to Seahawks' safeties. It wasn't intentional. Uh, my comp for Forrest is Marquise Bradley Blair.
0: McDougal. Um, I,
1: I have a McDougal comp, but mine is Blair for Forrest. Of course you do.
0: Yeah. I like that. That's um, well, I feel cheap now because I put James Wiggins as a value pick. You, like, is what do you think about that?
1: I have Wiggins as ten, but I I, I have a mid fourth round grade, so like that's that's perfectly fine. Okay,
0: so it, it's fair game, Okay, So I have him in the fourth as well. Yeah, I've uh, I've Wiggins in force
1: back to back, ten and eleven.
0: They're both very good football players. They are. Um, so I I mentioned Wiggins missed the the twenty nineteen season. Uh, came back to twenty twenty. He was kind of one of the bigger names on their 2018. De- I mean, since then his defense has been good for so long. He was the kind of one of the bigger names on that 2018 defense. Uh he came back and he looked he looked good in 2020. Um yeah. they play him a ton of single high. Uh but he he does other things too, where like you'll you'll see him and force play too deep. He'll come down sometimes. I think he's one of the more scheme versatile day three safeties where um like, I, I feel comfortable with him matching up with the tight end. I also feel comfortable with him playing, not, like, consistently playing single high, but he, he can play that cover one, cover three. Uh, he looks good in quarters. He's a good, uh, not a twitchy athlete, but a, I thought he was a pretty smooth athlete. He, and he, he's not the most, uh, like, he's not Derek Forrest when it comes to getting downhill and blowing a dude up. But he's a he's a solid tackler. He doesn't miss many tackles. Yeah. He's just not like I'd I'd like to see him be a little bit more feisty. I guess um, was one of my one of my thoughts. And and there are some missteps uh, in coverage, but the athleticism can make up for it at times. I just think like he he's gonna. I think he probably ends up going in the fourth round. Um, and in in a year or two can be contributing as a as a starter on a defense.
1: Um, considering the injury history, and he's also 24 years old, Wiggins is, would you be absolutely shocked if Forrest ends up going over Wiggins?
0: No, because of that testing.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. And,
0: and, 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 and on day three, like, you're, you're looking at this group, and again, it comes back to Forrest being a freaking whiz on special teams too. Yeah. You know at minimum with him... You, you're getting that like I think he if we were to AJ maybe for the specialist show we're, we're ranking our gunners I don't know um, <laughs> but, but I, I think if you were to um, put him in, into that category like he he's one of the best in the, in the class
1: yeah it's a really good group of specialists not just returning it but you see a lot of like guys that could become really good gunners um, hey, actually, w- Wiggins used to handle the kick return duties at Cincy. I don't, I don't know if you're gonna ask him to do that in the NFL, but no. I, I also like Wiggins. Um, agree with a lot of what you said. Um, I will say, uh, again, I'm a little, little concerned about man. I think he's definitely better in zone. I mm. against against like the the. I don't want to say slower, but like you know, a, a mediocre to poor tight ends, I'm okay with matching them up. But like I, I don't want to match up in man too too much, and um, like, I think his hips are a little more a little more tight, um, and I think he just doesn't have as good a feel for routes when he's in man than when he's in zone. Um, no,
0: no, no, I'm with
1: you. Yeah, but no, yeah, I think I think you, you cover two, um, I you, you can see him you know close I, on the ball. He's at his best. he's yeah. at
0: his best in cover two.
1: Yeah, so I think that's where you kind of put him. And just to add one more thing, he he's you know he's five eleven two oh nine, but like he's really like he's pretty ripped. Like he's a strong dude. Um, he's got good toughness. I can see what you're like because he, he he's a really solid tackler. There isn't like he's not forced There's not a lot of pop to him, but like you said, he doesn't miss much. He's very, very sure, and he's a little. I, I can agree. Like he comes downhill, and plays around. you're right. He's not overly aggressive, so he's he's a little more like you know he, he'll wait for the guy to come out of the pile and, and make the tackle. end guy. Right. Right. But, but yeah, I'm yeah, like a the, big fan of Wiggins too.
0: Yeah. Both, both so I mean, those two and then next year you get uh, some of those corners and um, what's his name? The edge. Uh, my, my J. J. Sanders.
1: Sanders, yeah.
0: Yeah, like the the fact that the the way Luke Fickle recruits, mm-hmm. it, it's ridiculous. Um, okay, deep sleeper, one, two, three, D'Angelo Amos.
1: Oh, yes, correct, but I didn't say my sleeper yet.
0: Oh, sorry, I just, you know.
1: Let's let's talk Amos. Yeah, my deep sleeper is also D'Angelo Amos. Uh no, who's your sleeper? Okay, okay. Uh, so my sleeper, he he played corner at Pitts, um, Jason Pinnock, who I'm okay with sticking at corner, but I think he moved him to safety, and it's a little a little interesting. So uh, he's six foot and a half, two hundred four. He's a long guy, thirty two inch arms. Uh, another guy who blew up the testing, ran a four four five, jumped almost forty. Uh, ten eight broad, uh, six nine cone, like really good. And you see the athleticism. He's, he's fluid. I, like he's he's pretty raw, right? Like like the more elaborate releases, he play corner, but like I said, more elaborate releases, you're gonna turn him inside out. Um, the same thing kind of happened in routes when it's more of a crafty route runner. You'll see some mental lapses, and he'll kind of get too aggressive as a tackler. Um, but kind of flip that to safety, and I think it it kind of covers some of that. And you see his ability to run with long speed, um, kind of like when he's in that you know that that, that shallow zone. You kind of see some like safety range ability. Um, so like he's he's a project, but um, I think like he's gonna have the chops to cover most tight ends. Um, you see a, you see a toughness, a willing tackler out of him. Um, you, you see some fl- like flashes of the ability to work off blocks, uh, like really physically and make that hair trigger tackle. So he's gonna be a complete yeah. project um like i think you're getting i'm high on him because of the testing i so, saw but like you're gonna take him in the sex he's a project and especially because you, you can stick in my corner yeah i'm fine leaving him outside and working him there but that's
0: that's a it's a huge bonus when you can get a guy who you think a safety yeah. but and you're not moving him to safety because of a lack of athleticism you obviously no. touched on these testing numbers But you just think he's a better fit there. But to have that um that experience and versatility to play corner if you need as a as a like you're getting that that two positions in theory with a guy like Jason Pinnock who is who's your highest of the of the three pit TVs between him, Demar Hamlin, and Paris Ford? Yeah,
1: I have him the highest.
0: Yeah, I mean, I remember when people were trying to tell us Paris Ford was like safety one.
1: Do you have a draftable on Paris Ford? No, do you? No, I do. I do want Hamlin though.
0: Ham, Hamlin, I think's a, a way safer bet than
1: yeah, James Ford. yeah. <laughs> Anyways,
0: are um, I, I, are you are you gonna draft a, a 197 pound safety who runs a four eight five? No, I he don't. Has the same. He has the same vert as I do.
1: So oh, you know what? That's another thing with Pinnock's testing is that. He put up those great numbers while everyone else was testing <laughs> so bad. So, so those numbers would probably be even better if you move them to to what others like. Imagine at his Pitt. three cone at Houston under 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 five. Let him run his forty at Penn State and it
0: is three yeah. cone at Houston. Yeah, <laughs>
1: that's what I mean. So, like, I know it's kind of silly, but in this weird ass year, it makes his numbers look even fucking better.
0: Because <laughs> he's the only guy at Pitt
1: who tested well. Yeah.
0: Who. <laughs> who knew how to do anything. I, <laughs> I still don't understand how all the yeah. players are so
1: bad. I don't know either. Anyways, uh, D'Angelo Amos, deep baby. Deeper,
0: D'Angelo Amos. Um, obviously transferred from James Madison to Virginia as a grad transfer this year. We, we liked him over the summer, at James Madison. Um, played a ton of single high at James Madison. Virginia doesn't obviously deploy that same kind of mm-hmm. cover one, cover three D. So he was playing a lot more two deep. And coming down as an overhang at Virginia this year, he didn't get to return punts like he did at James Madison either. Yeah. Um, a lot of the excitement with him, for me at least, was how he, how, like he was clearly the best player on James Madison. Uh, that was my take. Um, and then you see him jump up to Virginia uh, into the ACC, immediately earn a starting job, and he, he did it pretty late in the process. Yes. Um once he found out James Addison wasn't gonna be playing. Uh and he, he 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 looks solid. You're in we're assuming we're getting him undrafted. He looks solid. Um I think I mean the lack of size and, and he's not the twitchiest athlete are concerns, but he he like I just really think he's natural in zone and he has really good eyes playing deep on the back end. Um he, I thought he had pretty fluid hips too. Mm-hmm. Uh and he's not afraid like he, he's again slight frame which is concerning but and he'll miss tackles but he's not afraid to stick his nose in uh and contribute as a run defender if he has to that i think the main issue with him is is he gonna ha- be able to hack it on special teams to actually stick on a roster but i it, yeah I, I like i like him too much for what he did when he was playing uh on the back deep on the back end
1: yeah me too me too um yeah, like I, I thought he felt, like again, like you said, he he went to UVA so late in the process that I'm not knocking him for this, but he felt a little more hesitant at UVA. He didn't feel like he 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 ever really got his footing. But like you said, he earned a starting job right away. So that's not even, that's not a knock as much as it's just you know it's just what it looked like. Um, and yeah, smaller guy, not not great testing, not not terrible though. Um, but yeah, I think I think you do. Like he didn't look as good as an athlete in the ACC as he did at JMU, which you know is obvious. Is obvious, right? But um, playing it like he played a lot of man this year and looked pretty solid doing it. Um, he's he's always around the football. I, I I'm watching just talking UVA too, um, which I appreciate. I, I thought the ball skills look good, and then yeah, when you, you mix it in with the um with the JMU tape where he's that roaming single high, and you see some of that still. You, you saw it a bit. He just obviously not playing single high, but you saw the range still. At UVA, at times. Um,
0: yes, yeah. It, just not. Put, he didn't have the, I guess, the same opportunity to show that off.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like I just don't think he, he was ever fully, fully comfortable there. Um, which I. Well, it's hard I can't. to
0: do what he did.
1: Exactly. It's extremely hard. I'm not. I'm not saying he should have ever been fully comfortable. I, I'm just no, saying. No, okay. Yeah. So I, again, I do have a draftable grade on him. I don't think he's going to get drafted, but interesting guy to bring in. I, I still, I still a big fan. And yeah, like you said, kick return guy too.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay, who's your wild card? Uh,
1: I didn't have a clear-cut guy this week. I, I put Henson to Zero Dean, though, from Florida State. I
0: I, I did, too. I, I'm with you where nobody screamed at me. He made the most sense because yeah. of the injury history. and Yeah. Uh, I, I guess the previous first-round hype around him. Um, do you—I'm you, assuming you're kind of in the, th- what, the third-round range?
1: Yeah, well, you know me. Uh, he's a he's a big safety, so I'm going to be a fan. I, I got a mid-to-late third-round grade.
0: Okay, I'm I'm right there with you. Um, yeah, so the the injury history and he only played two games this past year. Mm-hmm. He's the like obviously being 6'3", 2'15", and the the amount of splashy plays he made and he's so freaking long. I think like, he's got the games. longest got
1: wingspan uh, of any safety.
0: Thirty four and a, a quarter inch, uh, which is ridiculous and at the senior bowl it was if you picked out his worst plays at the senior bowl it was only when he was covering slots one-on-one which isn't what you're gonna have him do so i know <laughs> yeah. some people knocked his senior bowl week but i thought he had a pretty good week because he looked great against tight ends where he used that length to kind of smother them he did a pretty good job at senior bowl finding ball and phase making plays uh, as that box one-on-one guy uh, and then you you jump back to the 2018-2019 the when he was healthy Florida State tape. And, I mean, people, I think we're talking about him as being like a Derwin James mm-hmm. tape. which No, just don't compare anyone to that. But 6'3", yeah, 6'3", 215, two really good blitzer for a safety and, and thumper on the inside. I guess with him, um, assuming he stays healthy, it's he just needs to not be asked to do things he's not going to be good at. And yeah. Which, I mean, seems to be a hard thing for NFL coaches to wrap their head around. But, um, <laughs> like, I, I, I think he can be a pretty good true box safety where he's covering tight ends. Yeah. He's getting involved in the run game. Uh, like, he can play a bit of linebacker. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just don't want to take him out of the box. Like, I don't want him playing too too deep or matching up, obviously, with slot receivers. Um, he's, like, pretty good in, in shallow zone. Mm-hmm. But I I do worry about the fluidity because he, he is bigger and he's kind of got tight hips. I do worry about the fluidity if you're playing him like deep cover two and like play sure. like, quarters things like that. And he's not he's not the greatest athlete either. Like he's a a solid athlete for his size, but yeah.
1: Agree, agree with like everything you said there. Um, I'll I'll just add on to there. Um, yeah, in, in shallow zone, just to start there. Uh, he just uses his length to eat up a lot of that territory yeah. in the passing lane. So that 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 just, just helps. He's hard to he's hard to get the ball around. Um and yeah, honestly the the way he flashes a blitzer, uh really interesting. Like he he blades some hits on some quarterbacks, and you kinda see him like stunting inside and like like getting under the guards a little bit. I thought that was a lot of fun. Um and I think like the, the ball skills are there enough too, when he's in that shallow zone, react and use his length to get to the ball. Um and then yeah, like you know, no concerns uh, against the run. Like he uses that length to kind of just envelop ball carriers. Um, I think like for a bigger guy, his feet are pretty quick. I think he's pretty smooth in transitions, and yeah, he's got all the tools to be a tight end matchup specialist. Um, he's gonna have to like he still needs work as a man cover guy, but everything is there for him to be that dude. And you're sticking him in the box, um, and I just think you're you're just not. Yeah, you know, I think I think he's a good football player. You just don't use him <laughs> like in cover two or anything stupid like that. Just just let him do what he's good at.
0: Yeah, no, uh, again, put players in the best position for them to succeed. Don't ask them to do things they clearly can't do. Yeah, but, it's
1: hey, pretty simple.
0: You'd think, but not always. Who's your best bet?
1: Uh, Trevon Merrick.
0: Okay, I, I mean, it's him or Javon Holland. I, I ended up going with Javon Holland. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I mean, they're both pretty good bets for non-first-round safeties.
1: Agreed. Yeah, for sure.
0: Uh, you know what else is a good bet, AJ?
1: What's that, Rob? Um, bet online. Whoa,
0: where you where you can go and you can bet. Hey, you can bet on the NFL draft. The NFL draft, less than a week away. Why wouldn't you be betting on it? I mean, uh, you could you could probably bet on Mac Jones going third overall and lose some money if you'd like.
1: You know, what would be or, a good prop bet for the NFL draft. What? How much time the Jaguars use uh, of the clock on the first pick? You, uh,
0: you should talk to me off pod. Maybe we'll, we'll write something up for Online to pay <laughs> us to buy that. Okay, That's <laughs> trademarked. Uh, but, hey, go to BetOnline.ag today where you can bet on things like the NFL draft, the NBA, uh, regular season, and the playoffs are, are, are around the corner. Um, Major League Baseball is well underway. Hockey as well. You can bet on. I'm sure you could have bet on that uh, that Jake Paul fight. Even you can bet on anything at Bet Online because that's what Bet Online's here to do: give you places to put your money to make more money. Uh, it's the fastest and easiest way to place and check in on all your favorite sports bets all the time at the website or use your mobile device and bring home the game with Bet Online. Um, and hey, maybe maybe you're going to Bet Online can't see clearly. Because the sun's in your eyes because you're outside because there's a pandemic but you're spatially alone and just enjoying the sun when you can uh, but your outdoor experience could be better clearly better Canon sunglasses are made exclusively with polarized lenses for optimal clarity using japanese optics Canon's lenses are clearer lighter and stronger than other lenses and are nearly impossible to scratch with frames handcrafted in italy k sunglasses elevate your experience outside with a degree of clarity beyond your wildest imagination. Use the exclusive code k 15 at Knun.com to receive 15% off your first pair. That's K-A-E-N-O-N-C-A-S-T-1-5. k clearly better. Uh, nothing would be better right now than uh, counting down our, our top safeties here, AJ. But before we do that, I uh, actually I checked how many safeties have been drafted in the last five drafts, and it's exactly average twenty a year.
1: Twenty eight. Twenty a year. Oh, 20 a year. Okay, I was gonna say twenty. That's a lot. Uh, twenty makes sense. Um, how many do you see going this year?
0: Uh, let me let me see. I think.
1: I think I like know. right around that number. Maybe 22.
0: Yeah, I, I'm going to say I'm going to say 18. Actually, Brady Breeze probably get drafted. 19.
1: Yeah, hey, well, I'll say I'll say a couple more. I'll go like 20, 2022, 20, 20, between 20 and 22. I guess the
0: problem is who's a safety. Yeah, and who's not, and yeah, exactly. Uh, but OK, give me your 15 to 11 before we do our time.
1: All right. uh, 15 for me from LSU, Jacoby Stevens. Is he a linebacker? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, <laughs> My comp is Dakota Watson. Who was the linebacker? Uh, Late 5th round grade, by the way Uh, 14 for me, another big boy Jamie and Shearwood from Auburn Uh, Mid 5th round grade My comp is Jonathan Ciprian Uh, 13 for me, you had him as a corner Trill Williams from Syracuse Uh, Late 4th, early 5th round grade I got a Justin Burris comp Uh, 12 for me, Caden Stearns From Texas Um, Interesting guy, tested big Obviously huge recruit at Texas, never lived up to it Um, I got a lofty comp, though. I got an Anthony Harris comp. He's one of the more interesting guys. I'm uh, I'm sure we'll talk about him a little bit. Uh, And then 11 for me, Derek Forrest. We talked about him. Uh, Late fourth round grade. Pretty much like back-to-back with Stearns there. Um, My comp is Marquise Blair. And 10 for me, we already talked about him. Oh, wait. Not 10. But we we already talked about him. James Wiggins is 10 for me.
0: (laughs) You got a little excited, didn't
1: you? I did. I'm sorry. I just wanted to go straight to one.
0: Um. What was I gonna say? Oh, I'm gonna steal that Caden Stearns comp because I could not think of one for him. But he's hard. Like that one.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm surprised. Okay. I, I, I he was one of the hardest guys to find a comp for. Uh, kind of stuck with that one. Yeah.
0: Uh, 15 for me is Jamie and Sherwood. So it sounds like I I swear that was crazy hype for him at one point.
1: It was. It was.
0: I don't know. I didn't. I didn't get that. But uh, he didn't test very well either. No. Um. Yeah, so fifteen, Jamie Sherwood of Auburn, fourteen, Sean Davis of Florida. Thirteen, Caden Stearns of Texas, twelve, Talanoa Hafanga of USC, and eleven Derek Forrest of Cincinnati. So we got Forrest in the same spot. So yeah. Both Forrest guys.
1: Yeah, baby. Uh, and you're gonna name your son after him.
0: That it's a I mean it's a fact.
1: <laughs> um do you wanna talk about Caden Stearns? I, I feel like he's he's I know he's outside the top ten, but I think he's worthy I mean, of a he... quick conversation.
0: Dominant freshman,
1: year, yeah, yeah,
0: up and down since yeah, a really big time recruit who put up uh, crazy testing numbers. I liked his tape more than I thought I was going to going in. Um, you can see that twitch on tape, and he plays a lot of that. Like he comes down low a ton. Mm-hmm. Like he's w- very worthy of a, a, a midday three bet.
1: Yeah, like I. I shouldn't say I don't think he's getting out of the fourth round, but I, I kind of don't think he's gonna out of the first round. When you, when I mean, you throw the, the the testing, the pedigree, and the tape isn't that bad. He just you know, and he got. I think he kind of bounced back uh, this past year too a, a little bit.
0: I think I think yes. I think teams will sell themselves on they can they can turn him into mm-hmm. what he look like he might be after his freshman year. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Okay, hit us with your 10-6.
1: to 6. Okay, 10 for me. <laughs> You'll never guess who it is. James Wiggins from Cincinnati, mid-4th-round grade. Rashad Johnson comp. That's a, that's a big comp on it, but I, I do like him. Uh, 9 for me is where I have uh, Telenoa Hufanga uh, from USC. Mid-4th-round grade, my comp is Jimmy Ward. Uh, and here, let's get to uh, Seahawks <laughs> safety comp corner here. A for me, Jamar Johnson, Indiana. Uh, early 4th-round grade, my comp is Tedrick Thompson. Take that as you will. Uh, <laughs> 7 for me. Andre Cisco from Syracuse. Early hey, yeah. Finish your drink. Early fourth round grade. Bradley McDougald with juice comp. I struggle with that. That's very specific. And 6 for me. I see I see a big safety wearing 17 of Virginia Tech and I can not fall in love. Uh Divine Diablo. Oh, late third round grade. The comp has to be a cam, but <laughs> What? Hold on, hold on. It's without
0: borderline of flame player.
1: Well, not according to Pro Football Reference and their stupid fucking AA or whatever the fuck it's called. Anyways. Yeah, you get him, AJ. Don't, don't get me started. That's garbage. Um, he's Cam without MJ secret stuff from Space Jam.
0: I appreciate this. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, uh, so, Temp for me. Uh, remember last week I said I'd have our Darius Washington in this group? Mm-hmm. Um here he is. Content maybe, maybe for nine. Well, here he is at 10. Uh, 148th on my board with the Mike Hilton comp. Nine. This is where I have Div- Divine Diablo Virginia Tech. 116th on my board, uh, Jermaine Phillips comp. Jermaine Phillips was a hammer on those Buccaneers defenses. People forget. Uh, eight. James Wiggins of Cincinnati. 113th on my board, Trey Boston comp. Yeah, Seven. Seven is Andre Sisco of Syracuse. 96 on my board. I saw Kevin Byard. I know that's a lofty comp, but that's who he reminded me of. And then six, um, Tyree Gillespie of Missouri. 85th on my board. Marcus Williams comp.
1: I got a Marcus Williams and he's my fifth. <laughs> um, um,
0: we talked about Darius Washington last week. Mm-hmm. So we, no, no need to do that again. Let's do uh, let's do a little Divine Diablo who obviously 6'3", 226, You like him a little more than I do. Tested awesome for a safety of that size. You you can see that explosiveness on tape. There's talk that he might be a linebacker at the next level. Uh, He played a ton in the box for Vatek, and that's obviously how you're best going to utilize him, I would think. Um, So why don't don't you go ahead because you love him so much.
1: Yeah, um, he's really, really good against the run. Um, You see that he's just such a – like he's a solid wrap tackler with a lot of force behind it. And that size just envelops the ball carriers. Um, and like I said, plenty of strength to finish. Um, and he's just really patient working through the traffic to the ball carrier. Um, so I feel like the, the the blend of patience and just the ability to break it down. I almost feel like he has an effect on the run um, even when he doesn't make the tackle. Which maybe is a little abstract and maybe it's just my blind love for 17 vatech but <laughs> but i feel like he affects the run um uh, pretty pretty significantly i appreciate that um you mix in that testing um he's gonna be a core special teams guy from the from the get-go um and i, I like i think he's got a really good feel for zone like you're playing him close a line of scrimmage um the eyes are really active um he went to vatech as a wide receiver you see that he's got solid ball skills um so all of that um i think is something to bet on in the top 100. Um, like he's you know i'm not I'm not super high but like in you know mid to late third uh, i like that there um but he's one of those guys not not great eye balance he can get his eyes can get stuck in the backfield he's, he's a little sticky in his change of direction um like he, he'll struggle with opening more more like timing his ability like his timing on opening up and running with routes um sometimes he'll just be chasing routes so you don't want him in that position ever and the one knock I think i'll say on him and It's not super common, but uh, sometimes he comes into the hole flat-footed and that maybe ties into how patient he is. Um, but sometimes he's just a little flat-footed and kind of can can miss. Not not like he's getting run over because he's so big, but just kind of... Yeah. A guy can make a miss in the phone booth uh, at times. Yes. Again, against the more elusive guys.
0: So I have him a little lower than you, mainly because of my concerns uh, about what you're going to do with him consistently on passing downs. Like, mm-hmm. I think... And that, that maybe he's a linebacker because of that. Um, because I think he's solid kind of playing uh, the hook curl area and, yeah. and be, being a, a zone defender kind of more inside. But I, I worry, and you saw it at the Senior Bowl, his, he, he struggled one on one with tight ends. And mm-hmm. obviously, I don't really want to be playing him too deep in zone because I, I, I think he's a little tight hipped. Yeah. I don't love his eyes in, in, in zone either. But. Then you, you you come to the he gets downhill fast, he's a really consistent run defender. <clears throat> when he's playing overhang, he's a really good force player too. Uh, but uh, I hate saying this, if he goes to the right place, I think you get a really good player, which is literally you can say about pretty much any first non first round player like they need to go to the right fit fit is everything <laughs> yeah you worry that uh, uh, he goes to the wrong team and they're like playing him as a classic two deep safety which is not what you're gonna get the most out of him right so I, I, I totally get your love for him um, and I, I don't even disagree with you I think there's a there's a very good chance he goes in the third round um, yeah with Hafanga, with mm-hmm. the injury worries of the lack of size. Like, his inability to, to cover is a bigger... Like, he, I think he's got great instincts. And he is looking to kill people. And he plays with his hair on fire and all that. But it's hard to... With his injury history, 199-pound box safety, yeah. who really struggles in coverage, I really like him. I think he has great football instincts. And he's a tough guy. and I think he can be a really good third safety, and a guy you want on your team, uh, I just kind of worry there's not a big ceiling with him, and then you mix in the injury history, and that's kind of why I, I, I dinged him a bit.
1: Yeah, like, the, the injury history is a definite deal-breaker <clears throat> when you consider him as a top 100 guy, uh, for sure. Then um, yeah, he didn't test great. He's not big. Um, but, like, you know, his eyes are so good. Like, he, he's diagnosing everything yeah. in front of him very quickly. And his eyes. Was, sorry,
0: sorry. I just, I, I just wish he was bigger.
1: Yeah, he feels bigger. Like, and I do think like his eyes make up for his lack of speed to an extent. Uh, I think you tweeted it today, which is funny. But uh, flashing as a blitzer, like he t- a couple sacks against yeah. Oregon, that one he used the, the the swipe to beat the right tackle. That, that's fun. And he's always around the football. And you know, he's 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 gonna be really good against the run. He's another guy stays square to the line and really patient for the ball carrier, taking good angles, uh, navigates the garbage really well. And then he slips blocks pretty well and competitive as fuck, um, but he's also not a great tackler. He miss he misses quite a lot of tackles, and he's just like I think
0: that's part of, part of the, like he he is he's over aggressive, which doesn't help. And he's like he's not s- small, but he's not ultra big. Like there's not a lot of stopping power to him,
1: mm. so uh, it, it's yeah. a lot
0: of like he's flying in and he's looking for the kind of the kill shot which can obviously lead to a lot of misses so that yeah that's definitely a
1: concern I think it's those two things um, blended in with the lack of athleticism he's just kind of tight so if a guy makes a juke and like you said a little over aggressive and not in, in perfect position um, he's just not getting there he's got some really like like how did he miss that tackle tackles because he's there and he just just misses um but I think it's a blend of those three things, and that's not good. Yeah. But you you love like what was his stats in, in six games? He had sixty two tackles, three sacks, yeah, two forced fumbles, over. four pick. Like he was stuffed in the stack box down the stretch. Where you see, so it's like he's almost like a guy you know you you want on your team, um, but you're not betting on you're not taking him until pick one twenty or later, right?
0: Yeah. And you, you're happy getting him there, well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, bef- bef- before we hit our top fives, let's uh, let's do Andre Cisco quickly. Um, tons of ball production at Syracuse. I ended up getting hurt this year, which really sucks. Six, one, two, sixteen. Not not like a killer hitter, but a consistent and aggressive player. Yeah. Um, we can get to see his test numbers, but you, you throw on the tape, you see a guy who's really natural in zone coverage. Uh, I think two deeps his best spot. Mm -hmm. Uh, Really good ball skills. Problem is that where I I knock him at least is I I really worry about him manning up. Um, Yes. Kind of tight hipped. Yep. And his feet aren't the greatest. And he just doesn't seem. It's shocking to see a guy who's like pretty consistently putting himself in the right place in zone and then just kind of can't do a ton for you in man coverage. And that's, that's the biggest concern.
1: If you take like the ten best plays from Cisco, he's a he's a like a day two pick, solidly to a second round pick. Um, but yeah, just he can't cover man, and he, he he's just tight, and even like decent route runners kind of cook him pretty good. And he's like sticking his transitions, and like also kind of around the line of scrimmage, he can kind of get stuck in that traffic of the underneath coverage and kind of just lose his his route. Um, and also like like he throws his body around big time. But he doesn't rap, and, like, he, he also doesn't have that much force behind his tackles either. Even though he's, like, throwing his body around and, like, laying out, he's yeah. not putting that much pop. So, like, he misses tackles, and he's aggressive coming downhill, and he'll bite on play fakes. But, yeah, like...
0: Oh. He, you Sorry, you mentioned Hafenga playing bigger than he is. I feel like Cisco. I didn't think he was this big.
1: Yeah, no, uh, definitely. He doesn't feel that big. Um, It's like he plays, like, a, like a guy that, that knows he's big. But he doesn't finish like he's a big. Like if, if that makes any yeah. sense. But um, yeah, like over the over the top, the instincts are really good. Um, you see the like the the rangy. Um, it's it's I don't know. It's funny. All, like the makeup is there. Like he's got the he's got the aggressiveness and he's got the, the zone ability. Um, it's like you you almost want to like him more than you do. But it's just those couple of things. Just um, you know, I, I can't put him as a day two guy.
0: Okay, let's do uh, our, uh, we only have two more safeties to really talk about here, so let's do our five to one, and we'll talk those two, and then we'll jump to the NFC South.
1: Tyree Gillespie, number five for me, late third-round grade, like I said, Marcus Williams comp. Uh, four for me is this where I got Hampson and Dean. Uh mid to late third, uh, my comp is a longer Mark Barron. Um, three for me, Javon Holland, mid-second, so there's a big jump here, the, the top three are separate. Um. My comp is Desmond King plus for, for, for both the versatility uh, and, and the returnability. Uh, two for me is Richie Grant. My comp is Louis Delmas, who I've oh, a little forgotten now. Mid-second round grade. I, and
0: I, I, I give Huffanga a Louis Delmas comp. I think <laughs> Richie Grant's way better than that.
1: Delmas Louis Delmas was good. What are you talking about?
0: He was like a thumper. Richie Grant's so much better in coverage. Delmas is good.
1: Anyways, uh, Trevon Merrick, number one, early second, Jesse Bates comp.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay, five for me. Uh, Hampson, Cyril Dean, Florida State. 58th on the, my board, Kerry Rhodes comp. Four, Jamar Johnson. So he's our kind of our biggest differ. 55th on my board with a John Johnson comp. Uh, mainly because both their names are Jay Johnson. Uh, <laughs> three, Richie Grant. Uh, 53rd on my board with a Chauncey Gardner Johnson comp or CJ Gardner Johnson or Deucey, whatever his <laughs> other name was. CD
1: Deuce. Ah,
0: thanks. Uh, two, Javon Holland, 34th I'm on my board, Justin Reed comp, and then one, Javon Milrig, 28th I'm on my board, Jesse Bates comp. Okay. Uh, quickly, let's do Gillespie, then we'll do Jamar Johnson. Okay. Uh, I, I, I think we're both much higher on him than what I've at least seen with Tariq Gillespie.
1: Yeah, uh, and I, I think it's, you know, no career interceptions for him. Like I,
0: was, I think he's getting over-knocked for that, right? Because... Yeah. Ball ball skills and ball production is a defensive back. He's in all about interceptions. A lot of the time, like, if you want interceptions, I mean, Andre Cisco at 13 in, like, three, two and a bit years. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, And broke up 14 balls. Gillespie broke up 12. Like, Gillespie broke up more balls than Jamar Johnson. So I think that's just he broke up more than Javon Holland. It's just a yeah. thing people overreact to. Um, didn't didn't well, test he played,
1: great, but he, he ran well. Yeah. He ran a 4-4-2. But the rest of the testing, eh.
0: He He played a ton of single in Missouri. Yep. And I, especially in the Alabama game, that's what really kind of yeah. really loved him. It's the best game his, I think he played. Yeah, his ability to fly downhill mm-hmm. as a single-high and make plays on Najee Harrison running, he was thumping.
1: What? And, uh, I think, I think like the one of the early snaps, he, he just came down. He fucking, uh, I forget what receiver it was, might have been Mechie. He just blew him up. And then from there on, he just set that, that physical tone. And it was both uh, yeah. at the catch point and against the run. And um, yeah, you know, <laughs> Najee jumped him once, which made me think of Marcus Williams. I'm like, okay, this is a perfect Marcus Williams. Call because <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, no, I, I, and I think like. He's got the strength to stand guys up as a one on one tackler. You saw that against Najee Harris. And if you can do it against Najee Harris, mm-hmm. he can do it against anyone. And like downfield, too, it's, he's good finding the ball downfield. He can track it. And he stays physical if, if he's, you know, at, at the line of scrimmage or if he's 50 yards downfield. I love that. Um, and yeah, again, we're always going to fall for guys who played a lot of single high. Um, I do think he can take some over aggressive angles and kind of fall, find himself out of position. Um, I think he can be a little hesitant at times and kind of get flat footed, get caught flat footed, that is. Um, and another guy kind of maybe a little too focused on the quarterback's eyes, which when it works, it works beautifully. And you see it work for one snap, but then the next step, he can kind of lose routes a little bit. Um, so I, I think all, like, I think it's, it's he's a little bit like a jigsaw puzzle that's like almost done. And if you can pu- kind of find the pieces and put them in, you're going to get a really good safety.
0: Yeah, no, he, he he's tough as nails. Um, I think he's got pre- like no, you you can tell he's not like the again not a super twitchy guy on tape. But the the front the straight line speed is
1: there. Yeah,
0: he gets downhill in a hurry. Yeah. Um, and he puts himself in in good spots playing that single high because he he's got pretty good cover instincts. I don't think he he's a guy you really want to be manning up on tight ends and mm-hmm. slots. You you want him playing in single high and two deep. Yeah. Um, where you can flash that range. And again, i it's not often you see a, a guy playing so much single high being such a disruptive run defender. Normally, especially in college, you find a single high safety. A lot of the time they are very rarely involved. Uh, so maybe that's why we're higher on him than a lot of people. Cause we fall for guys who play, play really hard. Um, and sometimes that clouds our judgment in terms of uh, athletic traits, but do hey, you think he goes top 100? I, I, See, I thought he would, and then I saw other people mm-hmm. not super high on him, and so now I'm unsure. Like, yeah. I don't think he – he's like, he doesn't get it in the fourth round, and if he does, that's one of the bit better steals, I would think. But Agree. Agree.
1: Hey, Mark Swims was a steal, baby. Kind
0: of. Good point.
1: <laughs> uh, and then
0: Jamar, Jamar Johnson, who yeah. you said you have eighth. I have him fourth. I almost had him third. Um, I really love Jamar Johnson. That's another single high guy who he – has ball skills and fluidity and he's he's looking his best against ohio state he can blitz and he he brings the hammer when he blitzes didn't test the way you expected him to test maybe based on the tape which is a bit concerning he'll miss tackles uh another guy who you want him playing deep and not coming down and manning up with guys either uh you're getting the most out of him playing uh in zone um what, what uh, I guess uh, is your biggest concerns, maybe the combination of testing, um, man coverage, and in missed tackles.
1: Yeah, the, those three. Yeah, like I said, it, it four or five eight. Uh, the three cone was really bad. The shuttle was really bad. Um, and I think when you when you when you watch him, um, like the actual well. tape, you see the average speed. Uh, but yeah, against the run, man. And and again, I know you're, we've already kind of prefaced this that you'll take the 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 bad against the run, uh, with the good against the pass in, in today's NFL, but just some really brutal reads. Um, I see a lack of effort in the run a, a lot. Uh, he felt pretty allergic to tackling can, to me, like like can, the ball carrier. Go ahead, yeah. Can I just say, remember? him? Um, now
0: I'm not saying he's Malik Hooker as a prospect, but remember, like some of the like Malik Hooker's issues. At, at, yeah. in, uh, like it, it, I got similar vibes with that with the angles at least.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, to me, like the ball carrier will be right there in front of him. And he'll just not make an effort. He, he's one of the bigger boomer bust guys
0: in this group. For uh, sure. Like, I think, yeah. Like, I think, the, again, those top three guys, i pretty, feel pretty confident in. Jamar Johnson's huge boomer bust. Nasir al Dean, it's going to be a lot of where he is used. Like, I, I think Gillespie's a better bet than. Or a safer bet, maybe than, or maybe the fifth safest bet, or fourth safest bet. I mean,
1: yeah, when you when you take Johnson's best plays, he looks like if you throw the testing aside, he looks like he could be a first round pick because yeah. just the way he center fields and you know reading the quarterback's eyes and uh, reading the route combos and just how he's really crisp in his back belly he transitions very well. Uh, like he's just, he's a pretty smooth guy, um, and then obviously the ball skills too. Um, and then yeah, like you mentioned, the fla- he flashes some ability to blitz and he's got a nice feel for it. So it's almost yeah. like why can he do that stuff but be so so bad against the run? And it's it's not just that he's bad and like okay, he can bad, he can learn a bit. It's a lack of effort that that really bugs me cuz um like he'll just fall at ball carrier's feet and yeah. it's so it's strange, and that's my Tedrick Thompson comp is kind of like a, a backhanded compliment because people still like Tedrick Thompson for for some reason. but I hate him, um, but he, you know he's, he's a like high
0: crazy interception.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and I I think Jamar Jefferson is uh whoa, Jamar Jefferson Jamar Johnson is better than Tedrick Thompson. Um, hey, plus the the double 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 names. Um, but yeah, I I see it. Uh, I get it. I have no problem with him going top one hundred. I think I got him like borderline. Uh, I think maybe like one hundred and six or something like that. Um, uh, yeah, one hundred and six. Good, good job, AJ. So I, I get it. It's just the, the lack of effort and the lack of ability against the run just scares me off.
0: Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, I, I think the only the like, do you think more than the top three guys go and pass the second like earlier than the third round? Sorry do you think
1: no i don't i don't okay
0: yeah i think i I think jamar johnson's the only one with a chance because if someone falls in love with like you said you take his 10 best plays yeah and if an nfl coach thinks oh we can we can coach him up as a run player i I wouldn't be shocked but i think he's the only
1: uh the only other one but i'm i'm i don't I, I, I think I, round, right? I think s- not sorry not 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 second round but um I think like I, you can definitely see Cisco top go top one hundred kind of the same idea betting on the on the big plays yeah, um, yeah but yeah. no I no, agree I, like I, I agree. Gillespie's not going second round uh I don't think the mm-hmm. got a shot um if it's anyone yeah I think I think I agree with you Shamar Johnson even though I got him eighth okay before we jump to a, a NFC South let me just mention I think Sean
0: Davis is is very interesting. And, uh, I just want I more love for my guy.
1: I'm not, I'm not a fan. I don't know. The, I think, and I think a lot bumps, of it came, and he's I think a lot of it came watching, uh, watching Florida live that I just, like, over the season, I just like, uh, he, he, I don't know. I forget what game it was. Uh, okay. I, I really dinged him. Anyways. Yeah. Come on. NFC South. <laughs> uh, NFC South. Go ahead with the Falcons. Yeah. The Atlanta Falcons. Uh, one of the most interesting picks in the draft at, at four, um, you're taking quarterback or you're trading down, I think. I, I That's that's what I would do. Um, and you're not going to be picking fourth very often. and You're not going to be in the midst of a great quarterback class like we got this year very often. And just look at next year's, it doesn't look that good. So you stick. You take a quarterback. Um, I think Justin Fields is going to the San Francisco 49ers. But if he doesn't, take Justin Fields. But anyways, to me, he goes. And I'm taking Trey Lance fourth. Um, Trey Lance is my quarterback, too. I love Trey Lance. I think he's got the entire makeup. uh, And it's kind of a perfect situation for him for for the fit with Arthur Smith and for the ability to sit behind Matt Ryan and learn from Matt Ryan. Um, So I think this is kind of the the, the perfect landing spot for Lance and and the perfect quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons. Second round, 35th. This is, I (laughs) I think he's going to be a first-round pick, but just kind of seeing where we both kind of taken guys already because we haven't drafted him. And like trying to project to our to our one, we do the NFC and AFC West next week. I don't think anyone's taking him. So to, to me, Najee Harris falls to 35, and you get the fucking best fit in, in, in the draft. You got Arthur Smith, Najee Harris, and, and you're fucking laughing. And guess what? Who I think is another awesome fit at sixty eighth in the third round? Ben Cleveland, who I don't know why everyone's sleeping on. PFF likes him, which is kind of cool. And I think he's a big old mauler. You stick him there, at guard that they got to need. Uh, and I think that's, those three guys, I think he's just like. The absolute perfect start to, to to the Arthur Smith reign there in Atlanta. Now I would like to have kind of grabbed some defense because they're, they're desperate for need at defense. But when this is such a top heavy offense draft, I don't know. Fucking embrace it and you know their whole day three take defense. But but here's start with those three guys like they can kind of be like your your core on offense with with all the talent already there, obviously. Keep them in Georgia. And keep him uh, in Georgia, okay.
0: exactly. Okay, for the, okay, the Panthers, eighth overall. Um, assuming they, they, they're happy with Sam Darnold, I guess. So take Rashawn Slater. Get yourself a starting tackle. Um, I think you're, you're pretty happy with him on either side. I think he is a all-pro capable player. Uh, second round, 39th overall. Speaking of Javon Holland, I think this is a good fit. You took Jeremy Chin. That's uh, who's Kind of more of a linebacker. Javon mm-hmm. Holland can play safety. You you cut Trey Boston. Javon Holland can play safety, or he can play nickel. Um, you, you need more help in that secondary. And I think his instincts, in, he's like a, a veteran presence who's actually a rookie. Uh, 73rd, they lost um, Curtis Samuel in free agency. So insert Amari Rogers, keep another guy in state. Third round's for keeping guys in state. Uh, Rogers can play slot but he can line up in the backfield and he does so much after the catch uh, oh, yeah, I think I love he can it. be a, a less explosive but more kind of gritty and consistent type of playmaker for Joe Brady, uh, Sam Darnold yeah. And, and yeah. as a Curtis Samuel replacement
1: I like that, I like that, I'm, I'm higher on Rodgers than I was Curtis Samuel coming out too but I, I like that, um New Orleans baby, uh 28th, get a receiver keep him in state, we're, do, we're keeping with the trend, uh I don't think Terrace Marshall is a first round pick, but I think he's going to be in this range very much and be in this conversation for the Saints. Take Terrace Marshall, um, you know, give your outside guy, explosive guy. Um, I also like, like transitioning to James Winston. I, I think that'd be a fun, fun duo. Sixtieth uh, overall, um, Tyson Campbell, Georgia, the corner. I uh, I like Tyson Campbell. I'm a big fan. Stick him opposite Marshawn Lattimore. I, I think would be really, really interesting. Um, 98th, third round comp picks um, They need some help in, in the interior uh, The class isn't great But Mar- Marlon Tui Kind of just grab him, stick him inside He can eat the run up uh, I think kind of a safe guy And then at 105, you kind of take your uh, potential boom Here at Cam McGrone from Michigan uh, I think he fit that Saints defense very well uh, You know, he doesn't have to contribute immediately or anything uh, Give him some time And I think he could develop into something special
0: Good work. Good draft. Thanks. Uh, Okay, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 30-second overall. It's tough because they're returning the vast majority Mm -hmm. of everybody. Um, So, uh, JPP's a free agent after the season. Uh, Last year in the first round, they, in quotations, bet on athleticism and Tristan Wirfs, even though he was much more than just an athletic tackle. Uh, And that worked out. So, 32nd, let's 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 get another uh, guy to chase some quarterbacks and, and give JPP a bit of a break too and groom him to be the replacement. Joseph Asai, better on that athleticism. I think situational pass rush early in his career and a, a lot more later. Uh, second round, 64th overall. Again, not a great interior defensive line class. That's kind of their one of the spots they could use some help though. Um, obviously, N- Kungsu is back, but he's getting up there in age. In opposite him, uh, you you want some more. I think a younger, more explosive five-tech option who can also play some three next to Vita Vea when you go four-man. Davion Nixon, if he's there at sixty-four, uh, another guy bet on the athletic upside. Uh, another Iowa guy like Tristan Wirfs, and then ninety-fifth. <laughs> this is tough because running back is not like a spot with them where you feel super comfortable but they also brought Fournette back brought yeah. Gio Bernard in they draft Keyshawn Vaughn in the third round last year and they have Ronald Jones um, so I get I think get a guy into Metric Felton who could play running back out of the back or catch passes out of the backfield but also play a bit of slot receiver and be a jet sweep type of player and they they uh, obviously I don't think Antonio Brown's going to be back so getting a guy who can kind of be a, a bit of a gadgety receiver running back type for them, I think would be a lot of fun for Byron Leswich and Tom Brady. Uh,
1: I think that'd be a great haul for the Bucks. Um, I, I think that first pick should be Edge, because you can never have too many of them, and like you said, JPP. That, yeah, moving on. That's my bro. thought. Yeah. Um, and there's no
0: interior defensive lineman worth that pick.
1: Yeah, Nixon, if Nixon's there, that's a slam dunk. Uh, quickly, before we get out of here, do you think Felton goes top 100? Um, Realistically...
0: I probably not, but I'm going to have him in. My Agreed. League. He is. Yeah. He's my 95th player. So, and I just took him 95th. Yeah. So I think he's. Yeah. I th- like I have a f- early fourth round grade, I think, but he's a top 100 player on my board. So. Uh,
1: Agree with you. I, I don't think he's going to go top 100, but I. I
0: think he's going to be a guy who goes in the fourth round and we're both like, wow, this team's so smart.
1: Yeah. I got him 92nd, by the way. Anyways, let, let's get out okay. of here.
0: All right, AJ. Uh, remind the folks to tune into your Locked On Lock Locker Room App show.
1: Yeah, uh, tune in to my Locker Room App and eight. Hey, tune in on Monday for the specialists, and then we're gonna do our final mock draft next. Uh, Dropping next Wednesday, getting ready for the draft. And I think we'll probably do a, a recap show immediately after the first round, like we usually do. So we're in the thralls. It's only one week to go. Let's uh, let's close her out.